Emily Carter. And I'm Trina Purdy. And you're listening to Gender and Pop Culture, the podcast where we view pop culture through the lenses of gender. Speaking of pop culture and gender, our pop culture topic today is actually roller skating. It has gotten recently pretty popular again, mainly through TikTok. Since COVID-19 had really gotten started, more and more videos of people roller skating have popped up on my For You page. Roller skating has most definitely experienced its ebbs and flows in history over time. Oh yeah, most definitely. I've also seen a couple of those videos myself. Uh, roller skating does have a decent history though. It is more than pretty girls skating in some catchy song on our For You page. Uh, pretty much throughout all of roller skating history, it is the roller skating community that has been involved in some form of a social movement. Exactly. It is way more than the simple, aesthetically pleasing version of roller skating that me and you have both seen on TikTok. Roller skating has been pretty involved in a decent amount of black history as well as other civil rights movements. Another one of those movements being the feminist movement. Yeah, when roller skating really seemed to get popular, it was particularly popular with women in the black community. That happened because roller skating seemed to provide some type of escape from their everyday reality. It created these spaces for these people to just take up uh, space and move freely. It was empowering for them, but of course the black community just had to be oppressed here as well. I mean, we all know they had to find some way to try and ruin stuff for them. Uh, The people of the time really seemed to have a thing for it. You bring up a very good point, actually. The statement seems to be beyond true. White people of the time just seemed to be absolutely obsessed with the separation of races. For the most part, there was usually only one night of the week that black skaters were welcome to the rink. That was not enough, though. They also had to sprinkle in some benevolent prejudice, of course. They would name the nights things such as Soul Night. Of course, that fits right along in the narrative. Even gangs like the Bloods and Crips declared skating rings neutral territory. If it could bring them together, then why couldn't the white people just follow suit? Despite the problematic behavior of the white community, they did not take the enjoyment of skating from black skaters. The black community fought back and reclaimed that shit, rightfully so. I mean, exactly as they should. Going back to what we mentioned earlier regarding skating empowering women, there is also a great significance in that. At the time, women were very controlled. I mean, some men got to dictate what you were allowed to wear, do, and how you could act. Women were also rarely allowed to go out and have freedom without a chaperone. Some complete bull, if you ask me. Regardless, roller skating offered young women an opportunity to have some freedom for the first time and escape that whole control of the way they existed. I mean, it is wild they got to get out of the magnifying glass. They seemed to constantly live under in these moments. Uh, They got to explore their own interests for once and experiment with their conduct and dress. Actually, this kind of created a mini sexual revolution for women. Speaking of that, that reminds me of roller derby. I want to say it was around the 1930s when roller derby became a thing. Granted, it was not quite quite yet the feminist sport it is today at its creation. Yeah, Derby just started off as a speed race. It eventually turned into a contact sport, though. Everyone was really here for the aggressiveness of roller derby. Male derby was popular, but it was nothing in comparison to the hype there was for women's derby. Women's roller derby really just took off. 
Something that really made roller derby special for women is that it was one of the first female contact sports. And when I say contact in reverence for roller derby, I don't mean light pushes and shoves. I literally mean punches and broken bones. It really challenged the whole women are delicate flowers ideal. Yeah, roller derby is actually super empowering for women in this way. It allowed women to use their bodies in a way that was aggressive and assertive. I honestly think that women's roller derby developed the way it did as a result of roller skating having roots in feminism. The roller derby we know today is also involved in social movements. Today's roller derby is super big, still on empowerment, but it also is super big on the inclusion of all people. Diamond Dog 74 makes a really good point related to this in their following TikTok video. One of the things I really love about my sport is that there are people that can play with certain disabilities to just the same ability as their non-disabled teammates. It's also a sport that is very trans and non-binary inclusive. It's a sport that pretty much any body type can play. Short, tall, big, small, any body type can play. And I just, I just love that about my sport. They actually explained that like really well uh, roller derby is not only an iconic feminist sport, it also is really big on intersectionality as we know it now. The trans, queer, disabled, black, etc. Those communities are all more than welcomed in roller derby. Yeah, so let's elaborate further on what roller derby has become and is today. To start, when I first really was getting into current roller derby, I had one of those do I admire these women or do I want to be these women moments? And honestly, the answer is both. I absolutely love what roller derby has become. Modern day roller derby to me basically takes social constructionism, gender norms, and the heteronormative narrative on a metaphorical piece of paper and lights it up and burns it to ashes right in front of society's face. You know what? But surprisingly, it's pretty accurate. I mean, when you think of the defining factors, of masculinity traditionally uh you would think something along the lines of strength of violence competition aggression and an assertive presence or contrast to society's traditional ideas that is a great description of any person from a women's derby team they basically take the general norms by the collar as if it were a person and spit in its face. Yeah, something else I find very notable about women's derby is how they present themselves. Sure, some of them may wear fishnets and short skirts, but they wear them because they want to and for themselves. While doing so, it takes absolutely nothing away from their athleticism. Everyone wears what makes them feel comfortable and like most derby girls would say, a badass. Tattoos, colored hair, piercings, makeup, no makeup, face paint, all of it is a go. Something else that I'd like to add uh, to that is that you see the body types, sizes, ages, sexualities, and the players varying greatly. Unlike commonly, when you think of women's sports, you have an image of a team of girls that all don't look that all that different. From one another. Diversity and allowance is a self-expression and is just not really a thing in women's sports outside of roller derby. 
Yes, you're right, like 100%. And actually, I want to bring up this quote that I really love from a derby player called Bo Toxic. She says, I joined roller derby to be tough, independent, feminist, sexy, and feminine all at the same time. We are often told that we cannot have all the qualities at once, but this is not the case. I personally think that this encompasses how roller derby challenges society's idea of femininity. Moving on to another point, is the issue of sexualization in women's sports. A lot of the times women are forced to wear more revealing outfits, or they are forced to appear in a way that is appealing to the male gaze. Another part of this is that women athletes are not looked at for their achievements. Instead, they are looked at for their outfit or body. Yeah, 100%. Like, regardless of women's derby being the iconic feminist sport it is, it still faces that same issue that other sports face. Within derby, the players have a lot more agency or choice over their appearance than in traditional women's sports. Although that does not stop the issue of them being sexualized. Roller derby players are in fact athletes, not sexual objects rolling around on skates. This may be surprising to some, but female athletes' athleticism should be looked at and appreciated rather than their bodies or even their outfits. So, essentially, the takeaway from this episode is that roller skating has a rich history of empowering groups of people. One of those groups being women, which in turn helped the feminist movement. Roller derby has become what it is today as a result of roller skating empowering women and other groups of people since the beginning. Finally, roller derby is today an iconic feminist roller skating sport that continues to empower and bring together groups of people. We want to thank you guys for listening in today and hope you guys will join us next week as we'll be looking back Uh, and discussing some more pop culture through women's with gender. As always, until next time.